So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day, and uh, man, I hope you're having an amazing year, and I hope that these next 10 to 15 minutes are amazing for you as well. Uh, We're going to get into a really, really valuable subject today. Uh, You know, it's funny, when I first started Deep Clean, um, my whole messaging around what we were trying to do here was that behavior is rooted in belief, and it's not that the, the messaging did poorly. In fact, I would say people really resonated with it. But we've just started to kind of change some of the the ways that we market what we do uh, over the last year or so. And we've really focused on uh, root issues and, you know, our three pillars. That's been really the the focus of most of our, I would say, more public messaging. And, you know, I mean, they, they all have their strengths and their weaknesses and whatever. But at the end of the day, what most of this boils down to is living out the truth. And and that's that's what this um that's what this episode is all about today. Uh cuz we're talking about the one way that it becomes impossible to sin. And I I want to be really clear from a theological standpoint. I believe that, you know, man is inherently sinful and that we were in need of a savior. And I believe that even though we are saved and we are given uh, a new body, a new creation, um, uh, well, however you want to call it, not we're given a new body, that's theologically inaccurate, um, but that we, uh, that we become new creations. I, I, don't, I don't believe it's possible for us to actually live without sin. Um, I just think we will never be perfect uh, in, in, in a human body the way Jesus was perfect. I do believe, though, that Jesus is uncompromising in his standards. God is uncompromising in his precepts. And so uh, while, it, while it might be true and it would be easy to say, oh, well, you know, we're never perfect, so we kind of justify sin or imperfections, I really believe that our our goal as, as Christians, as believers, should be to strive for the standards of Jesus and every day to take one step closer towards those standards. And that's why talking about, you know, how to create a life where it's impossible to sin, quote unquote, that's why it's relevant. I, I, I'm not actually talking about us becoming perfect. Uh, we would have to be Jesus to be perfect and we're not Jesus. But what I would like to suggest to you is that um, is that we still need to do our part every single day to take a step towards that. And, um, and this ideology that I'm going to paint for you today is going to be really helpful in that regard. Now, uh, one thing I, I do want to mention just before I jump in, guys, this podcast literally exists because of you. And I don't mean that it exists as in like we do it because of you, even though that is absolutely true. What I actually mean is, um, you know, every once in a while, I have to take a look at the numbers of the podcast and evaluate if this is a good use of my time because it takes time to create the content. It takes time to manage and to distribute and to find, you know, guests and all that. All the work that we have to do takes time. And 
The reason that we continue to do this podcast is because you guys are spreading the word, letting people in your communities and in your circles know about what we're doing and sharing valuable content with them as you see fit. And I just can't thank you enough for that. Uh, we are we are going to fly through probably 300,000 downloads in this year. Uh, and my goal would be to hit half a million. I don't really see any reason why not. And the only way that we can do that is if you guys spread the word because we're not really putting any advertising dollars into this. We don't run ads. We don't have sponsors. We don't have affiliate deals. We don't make money on this podcast. So the only way that we can actually spread the word is if you guys are willing to do that. So uh, if you have found some valuable content, I want to just remind you to spread the word. Uh, or if you want to leave a rating or a review for us, that really helps a lot on the platforms as well, especially in the new year when people are looking for some new content to take in. Either way, if you're if you're willing to help us in those regards, guys, it would mean the world. Okay, let's jump in. So I'm going to cut straight to the chase. There's no, there's no burying the lead here. We're just going to jump for it. It is impossible to sin apart from believing a lie. Let me, let me phrase it this way. If you and I perfectly believed the truth at all times, we would not sin. It's one of the most remarkable feats of the life of Jesus in the 33 and a half years that he was on the earth is that he never sinned. And I think it's easy to be like, well, yeah, he's God. Like, so, you know, he didn't sin. And I know for me, it's very easy to kind of just brush off that detail. But no, he was tempted in every way. Like it says in Hebrews 4, he was in a human body. So he presumably would have had human thoughts, human urges, human desires. And he didn't, it's not that he avoided sin because he had the ultimate self-control even though he obviously did have fantastic self-control and that's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So there's nothing wrong with that. But at a more fundamental, deep-seated level, Jesus believed the truth. Jesus knew who he was. Jesus had accurate perspective into every situation he went into, accurate enough that it would not cause him to stumble. It would not cause him to sin. That is remarkable. To do that for one day is pretty impressive. To do it for a week uh, makes you a, a really well-refined individual. To do it for a lifetime is unbelievable. It's, it's literally like hard to imagine. And all of this is to say, this, this is not a message about like, Jesus is great, so be greater, guys. You know, Jesus believed the truth perfectly, so let's believe the truth too, Um Again, merit to those messages. But what I want to what I want to remind you today is the value of having the truth in your life. And I wish it was as simple as like you know somebody just speaks the truth to you, and then eventually it gets it reaches this place, and then you never need to hear it again because it's so deeply planted in your heart. I think about certain truths in my life, certain things that I've really worked hard on to believe, and. Honestly, even those things, I still need reminders. I still need people to speak the truth over me. Um, I, I I was in a season of my life in 2017 where it felt like the, the rug of my life had been pulled out from underneath me. And most of it was sparked by a change in careers, but I, I also moved, not changing careers, rather, a change in jobs. I had left a church where I was just absolutely adored and treated very well. I had left that church. I felt like I hit my ceiling and I needed something different. 
Um, and I was dating Shaloma, who lived in a different city, and so I wanted to be closer to her, and so I moved cities, I started a new job, and in this new church, this was like a mega church, where people people had heard of me before, and I had a couple connections, but uh, the, I did not receive the same level of uh, esteem, shall we put it, that I had at the previous church, which was you know much smaller in a different context, and a different role as well. I was in leadership at the small church. In this new church, I was kind of more administrative, behind the scenes. And I was really struggling with my self-worth, my sense of self, which is so funny because if you would have asked me like eight months prior when I was sort of at the pinnacle of my term at the the local church where I was pastoring, where I was really well-liked and adored, if you would have asked me like, hey man, do you believe the truth? Like how easy is it for you to like walk in truth? I would have been like, honestly, there's still some things I'm working through, but as far as like who I am in Christ, what God's made me to do. Um, man, I feel so convicted about that truth, and I feel like it is just driving so many things in my life in a really healthy, positive way. And there we are eight months later, and it's like, it's like I don't know who I am. Um, you know, I was crying in the car one day, it was lunch, and I was in the car crying because I was just like, what happened to my life? Like, who am I? And no, why does no, nobody knows who I am? Nobody listens to me when I talk. Nobody nobody says hi to me in the parking lot. Nobody knows me. Like I I just I really struggled with my identity. And uh, the truth did not change, but the circumstances did. My my experience of the truth was no longer congruent with what I knew before. And so I had to really fight in that season. I needed every ounce of encouragement I could possibly get. And you best believe I worked really, really hard to get it. And so I would, um, not, not in, that sounds bad, actually. I didn't like, I wasn't like trying to squeeze people for compliments. But what I mean is like, I, I just, I would spend time with God and I would make sure I reminded myself of what God spoke about me. Remind myself of the truth. I would work through prophetic words and encouraging words that people have spoken over me. I would review them. I would read them out loud. I'd declare them. I would speak affirmations. I just did everything I could. And for, you you know, as you're listening to this, guys, we're, what, six days into the new year, five days into the, into the new year. And um, I want to just remind you that, you know, sin, uh, sin is real, but nothing is more useful in our battle against sin than the truth. And it is the truth that sets us free. So whether we're talking about getting free of porn addiction and sexual misbehavior, whether we're just talking about you being free and the person God's made you to be, the more strongly that you adhere to the truth about who God has made you to be, about who God is, about how this thing called life works, the more strongly strongly that you adhere to it, the, the stronger it will be in your life. Nothing matters more than truth. And, you know, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm passionate about the subject because knowing the truth has changed my life. And even in those seasons where the truth was hard to come by, you know, like I was talking about, where I was just struggling with my confidence and my self-esteem and not feeling good enough for anything and anyone. In those seasons, uh, those are the seasons where we get to actually dig the roots of truth deeper. See, all that season exposed was there's, there was actually so many flaws in my thinking of what I knew about truth, what I knew about identity and who I was. And those things had to be cultivated. They had to be dug. They had to be refined and improved in so many different ways. And so that's that's what that's what this is about. So if maybe this year's off to a great start, keep it going and keep digging into the truth because 
It is impossible to sin apart from believing a lie. And if maybe this year's off to a bad start and you don't know what this year's going to hold, well, dig in as well and, and make it your goal to really double down on the truth about who you are, about who God says you are. If you make that the focal point, if you make that the priority, everything else should fall into place. So that's everything for today, guys. If you found some value in this episode today or any of the other episodes we've done, uh, I want to ask you to leave a rating or review. That helps us tremendously. Or, of course, you could share this episode with somebody as well that you think might enjoy it. But in the meantime, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you wanna show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.